Juwan, you're doing this one, right? I am. So okay. I am ready. Y'all ready? Ready. Y'all didn't. Uh, y'all Nigga, didn't hear why do you always <laughs> say right? something? Well, I was just making sure. Like when I, I just took myself off. Juwan literally took a breath to say welcome. Oh, my and bad. then your ass started talking. But can y'all tell when I'm back and when I'm not? Is it I mean, is that well, working better? Like it, we can see the mute thing on your face. Whenever oh, it does it. that? Oh, see, I didn't know that. Okay, well, then I'm right then. I'm right then. See, Skype, Skype is all high-tech now. I'm all How high-tech. about you mute now? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this nigga. To get it all for us, huh? Doing it all for love. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's in my system? Diamond. Welcome to Edit It Out, the podcast where we always leave it in. I am your host, Juwan. And y'all know I'm not here by myself. The dynamic trio is back. I have the illustrious superstar, Jamel. How you doing, young lady? I'm quite well. How are you? I'm just fine. And y'all know I got the problematic fave here, you know. (laughs) Devin, how you doing, young Devin? I'm out here in these streets, kind of. So I'm good to be back to talk about penises. <laughs> That's, all right, all right, all right. Okay, coming in, already coming in hot. Well, so what are we here for? Or hard, depending on what, what, what we're talking about. Uh-huh. They, come in, they come in all shapes, sizes, and... You know, they, and that show, make sure you know that. Bruh, mm-hmm. I, I have issues. Right. So Penises? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, I have a lot of issues. I thought you her. were a fan. I thought you were a fan. Oh, no, oh, I we am. We know that Jamel is a size queen. So we but know no, here's doesn't. the thing that I have an issue with, and I'm sure we're going to get into it, but mm-hmm. they um, promoted this show saying that there were going to be an unprecedented amount of dicks, mm-hmm. you know, in the show. And I'm just like, ooh, this sounds right up my alley. So... <laughs> I tuned in and I was like this all right first episode there was there was one I think I was a bit disappointed episode two they were showed like, you McSteamy's dick yeah but I don't know him oh I was I was appalled and then episode two there were like 50 episode three there were 50 and then it just it was like a dramatic decline I was very disappointed Right. I don't there think there was, were any dicks in the finale. No, no, no Good. dicks at all in the finale. So as you have told, we're not here to talk about Big Little Lies, which is over. We are, <laughs> well, we are here to talk about um, the new groundbreaking HBO series Euphoria. Um, as you all that listen to us have heard over our little Big Little Lies coverage, we would take a little break to speak about the dicks and the lack thereof of dicks in this mm. show and a lot of and a lot of y'all really liked it so we decided to do a bonus episode just strictly breaking down and talking about season one of this great show so just a little background this is a show that was created by um i believe it's sam levinson levinson which is barry levinson's son hollywood royalty um also executive produced by zendaya and um drake who's also an executive producer on this show um 
And I didn't look at the numbers or anything like that, but um, it, like Jamil uh, alluded to, it was advertised as a show was going to be very much face with the content and over time it really was in your face a lot of nudity a lot of uh, sex definitely a lot of male nudity so people that complained about the lack of nudity on game of thrones um definitely got this was your this was your comeuppance right 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 Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to open the floor to um, to um, Jamel first and ask her what did she think about this series and the show overall? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, no, I really liked it. It was, um, it was very, very interesting to see what high school is like now. Uh, as a new mom, I'm just like, is this what my kid's going to be growing up in? Jesus Christ. But I know, of course, it's um, very, very exaggerated, hopefully. Uh, but no, it's going to be very, worse. Yeah, probably it's going to be worse. But mm. it's very interesting to see how, like, high school and um, what's it called? Uh, 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 technology mm-hmm. are just so married now. Like, everything is just times 50 from when we were in high school, I'm sure. Right. Um, and the shit that these kids go through and, but what I did like, it's, it's, it didn't go the typical way in certain things like episode one, uh, the black dude McKay and that Mm -hmm. white girl, you know, they're having sex and like, he's like going too far, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's just like, no, 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 stop. And you're just like, oh God, here we go. And he immediately stops like, oh my bad. You didn't want to do it that way. Okay. Like. It was, it didn't like turn into a rape thing, you know, or even with Nate, as trash as Nate is, like there were certain things, like even when he met up with Jules, like he didn't assault her. Well, Mm -hmm. not sexually at least, but it, it it was, it was interesting. Um, Overall, I, I loved it. Zendaya, listen, give that girl all the awards. Yes, give that her the same girl. awards that Meryl Streep is going to get as well. Yeah, that girl is coming for some Emmys, okay? But then again, I don't. I here's the thing: I don't think they're going to nominate the show for anything. I just don't. Uh, I think. I think. Um, I hope they do, but I, for this particular round, there they came in too late because I don't think Big Little Lies got nominated for anything this year either. So I think it's outside of mm-hmm. it premiered outside of the qualification. So we'll see next year. Yeah, we'll see. Other than that, no, I really, really like this um, this season. I'm all I'm all in for next season. It's it's disturbing. It's interesting. It's captivating. Um, it's a mind trip. Like, it's such a trip. I really do want a different makeup artist because all that damn glitter. Uh, you didn't like this? I hated all that damn glitter. But, I mean, I get it. But I just didn't like it. I got to choose different show art then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Devin, as, um, since you were kind of new to it, you didn't start watching um, it with, with uh, Jamil and I. Uh, when it premiered, so you kind of caught up to it late, and you had the, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate (laughs) with this particular, with this show, but you had the opportunity to binge watch this series. So, as a person that, so, so coming in back to back, um, what did you think about this show? 
It was a lot. I binged the first. There's seven episodes, right? Or eight episodes? I think it's eight. Okay. The first five, no, first six I binged, and the last two I watched live. And mm-hmm. it was great uh, to be able to do that because, you know, for the longest I was resistant, we would have the podcast. And y'all be like, dicks, 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 penis, 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 penis. <laughs> like, I'm like, ugh. And I'm like, oh, what are these niggas All right. So I gave in, and I was like, there's. There's McSteamy's dick, then there's a micro dick, then there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of dicks in someone's photo roll. And I was like, that is questionable, but you know, sexuality is a spectrum. And <laughs> I, I loved it. I, I love this show. Fuck them kids. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like <laughs> yeah. any of those kids except Ethan. Uh, the, the jury's still out on Ethan. You think so? I think so. We'll get, okay. We will. We will. We we'll will uh, get into it. So, um, so since we're going, I, my problem with that nigga is he just let he let things go too easy. We'll, we'll talk mm. about it. Yeah, we'll talk about. It. So, I think since we're going to be doing doing the whole season, it's probably best to do it like character by character, and then some of the overall themes. Um, they are related to those characters. So, let's go ahead and start with um the main character, um, played by Zendaya, who is uh, Rue. That moment when your breath starts to slow. And every time you breathe, you breathe out all the oxygen you have. And everything stops. Your heart, your lungs, and finally your brain. And everything you feel and wish and want to forget, it all just sinks. And then suddenly, you give it air again, give it life again. I remember the first time it happened to me, I got so scared I wanted to call 911 go to the hospital and be kept alive with machines and apple juice. But I didn't want to look like an idiot. I didn't want to fuck up everyone's night. And then over time, that's all I wanted. Those two seconds of nothingness. Uh-huh. So, just so this brief, so this quickly, when we when we first meet Rue, she she um, overdosed, was just coming out of rehab, and she obviously did not plan on staying clean. She hit rock bottom. Um, she's been always get trying to get with her drug dealer, which is like I think he's like ten, um, and his oh, bigger God, brother, yeah, Ashtray, I think his name, yeah, is, or something. yeah. So she's been giving her ten year old drug. This um 20-year-old brother. Um, she eventually becomes clean, but she does over the course of the series has a lot of temptation. Um because but she's trying to stay clean because she encounters um she has something to live for, which is the love of jewels, which we'll get into her next. Mm-hmm. Um but and over time we um see her as see her depressed, we we, we kind of follow her from a young child on up. We kind of show how her parents medicated her as a young age, even down to her style of dress, what she chooses to wear as a character was kind of heartbreaking because we oh find out God, that she, yeah. we find out that 
she always dresses in like these sweatpants and the hood and this old ratty hoodie, which I never thought anything about. But she's wearing it over the course of the episode, except for most of the finale. But we find out that was um her what her dad died in basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she you know, that was like a break the internet moment. Like everybody yeah. was like, oh, ah! like oh. Mm-hmm. Damn. Right. It fucked me up. Really fucked me up. Uh, her mother is um we meet we meet her mother. We we stay with her throughout the series as well. Her mother is struggling with raise trying to raise her. Uh, post her husband's death. She can't relate to her at all. She makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, we also have her younger sister, um, played by Storm Reed, the adorable Gia. She is so cute. So 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 cute. She looks like Nala from The Lacking. Indeed. So, um, Gia, she is she's adorable, but she, we see that Gia is kind of having her own issues with with drugs or trying to dip her toe in some drugs. Uh-huh. And Ruth's trying to, you know, not have her sister follow her footsteps. So, but that's pretty much it about Rue. So, just overall thoughts, Jamel, about Rue. Listen, I love Rue. Um, of course, she had a whole bunch of issues going on. Um, but I, I really like when she met up with um, what's that nigga name? Strand from Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't remember his, his song. Show Ali, Ali, yeah, I think. Ali, that's right. He, um, he really told her like it is, and he said everything that was gonna happen, and it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely replaced one drug with an another, mm-hmm. meaning like all those damn pills, and then ended up. Jules being the uh yeah Jules being her new drug mm-hmm. even like if she go out of town for like two seconds like she'd like just flip out which oh po thing but I mean of course she's you know Rue's got her her own issues to work out and I hopefully that well I mean we saw what happened at the very end which I have thoughts about yeah so Devin what are your thoughts about Rue so here's the thing I have a complicated relationship with this character because I don't like her as a character Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for her, and so it's like as like the main character of the show and the person that's narrating the story, and we're seeing everything from her perspective. And then we're introduced to her, and she's dealing with the what it was the ADHD or what was that? Is that what she was dealing with as a child? I think ADHD sounds like a little bit yeah, of OCD. So, and I think she's manic. I think like yeah, bipolar. Yeah, she might yeah. just be bipolar. I think it's all those actually, or something. Yeah, some she form had a lot. She described she, herself as bipolar. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're you're introduced to all these things. You're like, man, that's a lot for mm-hmm. any one person to deal with. And you feel but but as much as a, a drug dealer a drug dealer, a drug a drug user is a sickness and also it's hard to like a person like that because of what the stress they put on their family and seeing her sister go through that, her mother go through that, which is heartbreaking at the end. It's like I feel bad for her, and I know it's a lot to handle, but I still no, that hate makes, what she put her family through, even though That it's makes a perfect sense, especially how, like, you know, she was using uh, Jules to keep her sober. That's not fair to Jules. And I have a lot of issues with that motherfucker Jules, okay? But I, it, it was not, it is not fair for her to be the sole reason bro we go we, please we need to talk about that oh we gonna talk about it we gonna talk about it so i i love i love her and i understand what both i understand and i respect what both of y'all are saying 
Um, I will start out by saying that I have a, my friend, uh, shout out my friend Charlotte, um, who um, who I got to watch the show as well. She does not like Rue at all. I think she's more on your on your side, Devin, where she feels that Rue is a very, very selfish person, um, that she feels that is very manipulative and also very codependent and that, you know, and also that it's not fair what she's doing. But but that's addiction. That's what that's basically what addiction is. It's basically what, you know, the the issues that she's experiencing with mental illness that she had that she does need a little bit more coddling, a little bit more hand holding than the average than the average person. And just especially myself with as a father, you know, that is raised is trying to raise a daughter. Seeing Rue really really endears me and frightens me at the same time of trying to raise my child just to be her own full fully realized person it scares me to death of what my um of what my child when she gets older may have to deal with and that in, in that sense i want to rue is a character that i just want to just kind of like take and give her a hug and just be like, you know, baby, it's it's gonna be okay. I know you're dealing with a lot, but man, it's like it is she. I think she like she's just a very very complicated character. And I yeah, think she just has being so much going on. You know, I remember when I was 11 years old. It was a couple months after my dad got diagnosed, and we got the results back from the prognosis, and it was really good. It was like 80-20, and we decided to celebrate, so we ordered a bunch of Chinese food. <laughs> I remember that night, I was laying between my parents in bed, and uh, all of a sudden, I couldn't breathe. It was like there was no more air left in the world, and I was gasping, and I was panicking. And they called the ambulance and they thought it was like an allergic reaction or some shit. And then when I got to the hospital, they gave me liquid volume. <laughs> yeah, to calm me down. And when it hit me, I thought, this is it. This is the feeling I've been searching for my entire life for as long as I can remember because suddenly the world went quiet and I felt safe in my own head. Two years later, he was gone. Panic attacks stayed. And I found a way to live, so will it eventually kill me? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Right, and especially I really love the fact that this is a black, uh, a young black woman, or in this case, actually, and I think we realize that they are biracial uh, character is playing this. We normally see things like this on television, where it's always the tragic white girl mm -hmm. that that is this, but just to see this black woman be complicated, 
you know, to have issues and to work through those issues and just try and just be fully fleshed out and realize she's and not necessarily be bowed down, tied down to like any kind of stereotypes. It's just refreshing to see that on television. I really think I really love this show for what they have, how they have realized black women, her mother, my God, her mother, you oh, know, God. that finale, uh, that oh. letter I wrote, I, I dictated that letter you did, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. I dictated a letter, and I think the reason I'm not gonna necessarily read it. What I might do is just kind of like add, put the link to it in the um, show notes so people can read it. But it was a, and the reason I did it was really cathartic for me because just hearing that voiced by this black woman about, you know, my daughter. This is how your addiction affected our affected our lives. And I'm going in, but I want to remember you, how you, how you were. And also just being afraid when you overdose. And that is your choice if you want to get clean. I just felt that whole segment of how the finale was framed with the start, starting letter and ending with the letter was just very important um, piece of writing um, in this show. I love I love what you say what you're saying about Rue. And I will say like I do needs love and I mm -hmm. like the fact that Fez and Strand gave her that tough love that she did. Absolutely. Close right. the door on her and stop selling her drugs. Mm -hmm. And then Strand's like holler at me when you want to get your life together and get some pancakes. And I love a nigga that Offer pancakes and advice. <laughs> no, like, and that's what she needed. Like messing around with all these fucking white people. Like she, she went to the sage black Negro. Mm -hmm. Don't I know it? And I don't even necessarily think this was a magical Negro. But then again, he popped up out of nowhere and then just disappeared. So maybe he is. But right. um, you know, especially since her mama don't date nothing but white men, uh, maybe she needed a, a black daddy moment. Right, she you seen it too, Jamal. You seen it. Mm. Yeah, these lame, like the lamest of white men. I'm not gonna say anything bad about her, her about, it, but Rick, come on now. Oh, Rick was was just uh, he was terrible. Rick, her mama got a type. Rick can go fuck himself. Lame ass nigga. That's that's what it is. His mom, her mama has a type, and it's mediocre, ch white chuckleheads. Like, mm -hmm. come on, let let come on. Mm -hmm. I want I want Rue to introduce her to Ali. I guarantee you, Rue will be sober forever. I don't think I was gonna say I don't know if she needs another drug addict in her life. But... <laughs> I take but, your point. Mm -hmm. But I take your point. But she does need some. I'm she how needs I'm some phrase it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she needs something. Y'all know what I'm saying. Right. She needs something. She uh, ah, Lord, uh, look like she about to get something. Get some of um. Some of uh, Jules' dad. Yeah, I. Well, Jules' dad is one of the best. Yeah, Jules' dad is cool. Yeah, Jules' dad is cool. But she My left that nigga. But Jules just bounced on that nigga. So I mean, All right. Right. All I gotta say is Pocahontas' daddy told y'all about men. Like that. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I. Well. Right. Y yeah, but uh, what was I gonna say? I will say, like, especially the thing with um, the like the whole episode where Rue just refused to pee, um, 
and her mama was just on Tinder, you know, Kiki and a white man. Like, go check on your child. I know she's home. Like, go go in her room. Like, I mean, you know, I get, you know, she tried to pull that whole get out of my room thing with uh, Gia, which, okay, that's your sister, but uh, you her mama. Go in there. And you a black mama. I wish she would. I wish I would have ever told my mom to get out of her to get out of her room. <laughs> Is that you know, yes. like? Come on, man. I had to start asking for permission in high school to close my door. You know what? Black parents will take the hinges off of a motherfucking door in a damn in a minute. Oh, Thank yeah. God my mom didn't know how to use tools. But yes, I'm like she's like, why your door closed? I'm be like, nigga, I'm trying to cake, but. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I closed to... my door one time, and my mom just like busted in, like, "What you doing?" Because right. there was in... no locking doors. Yeah, back. Oh, in the... oh, locking the. Oh god, no yeah. more locked doors. <laughs> yeah, I used to date a girl back in the day, and everything. We would hang out in her room, and I was always like, "Well, why is this door? Like, what happened to your door?" And like, she had no door to her room. No like door and hinges gone. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted Rue's mom. Did, did you hear my just, question? Is she a thotty? I don't, I don't talk about her like that. That, that her vagin- vaginal walls closed. That's all, <laughs> all I wanted. To, not that I care. Actually, I do. I need to know. Well, we still was, it, was it was it easy to fall in the said new Juan? Yeah, we we still did some things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So. Uh, one thing I do want to bring up, a couple of things, I'm sorry, I do want to bring up with Rue um, and Zendaya especially. Um, those fight scenes that we saw that happened between um, Zendaya and Nick and Nika, uh, who plays Rue's mom, those were improvised. What? And yes, those were, I read an article today. And I'll probably link to it in the show notes. But basically, um, though, when you see her and her mom, those background scenes, when you see her and her and her mother fighting, that is all improvisation between those two actresses. So, Zen- so Zendaya literally picked up a piece of glass and pointed it at that woman's face, like, "Bitch, I will cut you if you don't get the fuck out of my face." That's and that was, re- and, and that was, re- <laughs> but that was real. So. You said it. Right, so I think that's just, and like we said a little while ago, like give Zendaya all the awards just for that stuff alone between those two women to just improvise like fighting. You have to pull something deep inside of you, or maybe some type of experience that you've had. And I don't know about Zendaya, Zendaya's early early life or her childhood or anything that well, but it's just that just the fact that she was able to make Rue into like a fully realized character and especially improvise such a raw and emotional scene. And also shout out to uh, to Nika. I didn't get her last I didn't write her last name down, but shout out to that actress. Mm, I had no idea about that. Uh, so my other question, did you think that Rue's parents may have inadvertently caused her addiction and mental health issues because of them medicating her when she was like four years old? <sighs> I mean, I think they might have they might have exacerbated everything because she was okay. Obviously, you know, she did have a lot of things going on with the, um, the, you know, the bipolarness. And I think she had like like the ADHD and, you know, you do see like the first 
like instinct for a lot of these uh, pediatricians is to just medicate them, which I mean, I don't necessarily agree with completely like, come on, man, like, but then I'm not gonna, you know, be blind to the fact that some of these kids do you know, like need something to calm them down. Like even in the finale, Rue was just like, Rue was just like, I can't be away from my medication that long. And it wasn't even about like trying to get a next fix. She was just like, yo, this sorts me out. Like I need to, I need this. So Mm -hmm. it was, um, uh, you know, it's just hard to say. And it really, really, of course, didn't help that being so used to all that medication when she would spend all that time with her dad in that room, like she'd be like, well, let me try this, you know, that, 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 that didn't necessarily help. And I just, I I hated that for her, but I, I also hated the fact that she was just so over medicated. I think she might've been over medicated. Right. And she got a white daddy, so that probably exacerbated <laughs> things too. Right. So, I'm just kidding, white people. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, like, my daughter is four, and um, I try not to be a helicopter parent even right now, you know. But she, but she definitely um, is an independent child, I will say. And just speaking as a parent, it, it just really infuriated me seeing that scene of them medicate of her counting and medicating her, you know, because she's, because she's counting towels mm-hmm. and just immediately going like, Oh, she has OCD and she may have some manic and she may be manic depressive. And, you know, she getting her into the pharmaceutical complex. It's just, it was just really infuriating, but we kind of got some perspective on that from Leslie at the end. Mm-hmm. But still, she's four. If my my daughter, she counts everything. I'm not gonna take her to a psychologist to put her medication because she is learning numbers. Yeah, you know? that might have been that. They probably. I'm pretty sure they jumped the gun on a lot of that. Right. Um, Devin, do you have any thoughts about um about the medication, Aru? Yeah, I always wanted to lean onto like the pursuit of happiness joke with like the little kid. Uh, Jaden Smith, where he was always like, God provided you with certain things. And so, like, I feel like God provided us with doctors and medicine for us to use to a certain extent. And I'm going to lean on someone who knows more about the subject than me mm-hmm. before I got want to, like, self-medicate my child. So I want to lean towards medicine and helping them. So I'm going to say no, but, you know, there's people do what they want, and I'm not going to judge them for that. Right. Okay. Okay. So about so just a couple more things about Rue. So how do y'all feel about Gia and her possibly try her possibly following in Rue's footsteps a little bit of dipping her toe into uh, drugs? They said it like Rue said it like in the I think um, like one of the voiceovers that her sister really really looked up to her and she was just like well fuck it like my sister's doing it there must ought to be something to it but. Uh, she found her sister like OD one time, you know what I'm saying? So like it, it's interesting that she would still want to try some of that stuff, but then again, she only tried weeds and you know, weeds not going to make you, you know, uh, do all that. Yeah. You're not going to do like, uh, you know, a whole bunch of crazy shit, you know, 
hungry, happy, sleepy, right? But um, yeah, so I, that's how I went. She smoked weed. I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, but like if she was out here like about to start sniff, like snorting shit, like then okay, yeah, we got a huge problem. But um, I don't know. Maybe Rue. Um, uh, maybe uh, Rue had dare in mm-hmm. middle school and was just like, nope. Uh, uh, weed is the gateway drug, and we're not even gonna do that. So. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm I'm okay with. Plus, the two twins that she was smoking with were horrible people. Those so, niggas. Though they were just the worst. But um, yeah. So hopefully, um, were she they doesn't McKay's go... brothers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are they so terrible and he's halfway decent? Well, you know. Mm. Is he decent? I like I McKay. Said halfway. Uh, RG3. Oops. I'm <laughs> <laughs> messing around with them white girls. So, um, but those titties, though, I can understand it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into Cassie. <laughs> Just, Jesus ugh, Christ. Oh, Lord. I, 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 three, uh, uh, 180 on Cassie. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and I also got into a little bit, but I didn't ask Jamel this. Um, and Devin, you feel free to time, uh, chime in too, but, um, did, has do you have any do you have any other anxieties about being a parent now? You know, just watching Rue and Gia. Hell yeah! Um, like especially with everything the kids have to deal with now. Like we didn't have to deal with all the shit that they did. No. Um. So yeah, you have to think about a lot of that shit. Uh, hopefully, you know, this is obviously a dramatization of certain things, but it really just makes you want to, you know. Uh, being your kid, like it seems like these parents just did not give a fuck about their kids, like at all. They just let them do whatever, wear whatever, you know, say whatever. Like for nah, bro. Like and, yes, like that's not that's not that's not gonna fly in a lot of households, especially uh this household right here. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just like. It, you, of course, you want your kids to express themselves, but um, if you cussing and shit like that, and you know, dressing any which way, nah, you ain't expressing yourself like that. You can express yeah. yourself like that when you get out the house and you eighteen. But we will definitely get into that also when it comes to cat. Ooh, child. wait for it. <laughs> so also, I mean, there's just no good parents. And... I'm gonna be honest. Cal, Jace. Maybe yeah, uh, I have a couple of thoughts on him, but yeah, let's... Well, I think he. Uh, <laughs> we we are getting into. It. Did, mm-hmm. Okay, and one last question: Did you all cry during the Donny Hathaway segment, or are you both are you monsters? So here's the thing: I have only cried at once uh, when it comes to television, and that's when Missande died. Uh, but Same. I will say, I I know you did. I know you did, Devin. But um, I will say I did poke my lip out. Yes, I was pretty much sobbing. Oh, no. I mean, the it's first time... Yeah. I'm raising a daughter, and, like, this child... This is a child, and she's, mm-hmm. like, devastated, you know? But, yeah. So uh, let's move on to um to Jules. I remember walking out of Sears <laughs> with my first pair of heels in my backpack. Cute. And my heart was fucking racing. 
And I got home, I went straight to my room, locked the door, put him on, and, and I just felt like I was collecting herbs or <laughs> making potions in order to up my mana, you know? Like it started with that and then it was clothes and then it was makeup and eventually hormones. Um, and I just kind of kept leveling up. So what level are you at now? I don't know. But I definitely haven't reached my full power. But you date guys, right? Date isn't really the right word. What she means to say is that she's a slut. Uh, fuck you. What? It's not an insult. <laughs> I mean, but you normally hook up with guys. Yeah, but my relationship to men is weird. Like how? <laughs> In my head, it's like, if I can conquer men, then I can conquer femininity. Why do you need a guy to make you feel more feminine? Hmm? We'll circle back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so have you? Have I what? Conquered femininity. I don't know. Hmm. But it's not like I even want to conquer it. It's like I want to fucking obliterate it and then mm. move on to the next level. And the next, and the next. The next. <laughs> level up, level up. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what that means or looks like, but I want it. Uh, so Jules is um transgender young woman. Um, yeah, she's a girl, that girl like 16, 17, that's a trans girl. Just trans girl. We learned that she transitioned at a very young age. Um, her mother did not accept her. Uh, she put her in a mental institution when she was real young. Um, her father. That was we, deep. That, that was, was deep. Ugh. Yes. Um, and I think it was really, really cool that this show did, you know, they subverted expectations where it was her father was the one that, you know, got her out of that situation. Yeah, her dad um, was cool. Right, because you know, typically with these kind of things, is generally the mother is the supportive one. The father is like, you know, one like I can't accept my sh that, that's mm -hmm. not my child. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be that's my son. It's not a girl. anyway. So yeah, so I think that I like to show that they subvert that they did subvert that. Um, so we, but we uh, follow Jules as she kind of like navigates, uh, you know, life navigates being uh, in this new community. She's uh, she is out, so she's not hiding that she's a transgender um, girl. Uh, and I really like the fact that everyone at school knows it. No one like brings it to any. Yeah, person. it wasn't a big ass. Yeah, issue. it's no thing. You know, again, it's 2019. These kids, they are exposed to a lot of things. No one's calling them on it. You know, even Nate. Who doesn't who doesn't care? And we'll get into his reasons why later. But um but we'll get into it. Jules, we see, ends up having an affair with Nate's father, Cal. I'm envious of your generation, you know. You guys don't care as much about the rules. 
You know, I think that's a good thing. And I don't want to be that old guy that gives you advice. But I look at you and I think there are two versions of how your life can go. You can either go someplace where you're wanted for who you are, or you can stay in a town like this, end up like me, living your life out in motel rooms. Selfishly, I hope you stay. Water. Water. There you go. That's it. Good girl. And I did not pick up that she told him that she was 22, but she's 17. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have made a difference to Cal in any, any way. It might have. Cause uh, like looking at the lo- looking at the type of um, people that Cal did sleep with, they seemed like they were like above the age of twenty one. So it probably made a bit of a difference. Like it would have made a bit of a difference. Then again, I mean, he did get that girl money. Did y'all see that? He gave uh, Jules yeah, think, money. Yeah, he gave Jules some some money. I think. I I don't know yeah. if he gave Jules. Did he did give I, like? Did the, I remember? Maybe. It was another girl he gave money to. Okay, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering that. All right. I think he gave the other girl money. And I knew yeah, something. I don't know yeah, he, okay. he strikes me as the type that is just confused about his sexuality, but not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just doesn't want well, to break the law. So I don't think he. I don't think he would have did it he, if he knew if he knew her age. Well, he he definitely has a type, and and we're skipping to a little bit to Cal here, but he he likes transgender girls and film boys and mm-hmm. film boys, and he and it's more or less that he wants that control and dom. I think it's more or less a control and domination with him. So um, he likes the butt just, sex. Yeah, because uh, Jules is so? fully like Jules is trans, but I think she still has her. Uh, I think she still has her penis. She definitely, she does, because that's what, I didn't even, I told you guys in the group chat, I I didn't even, I guess I like this because it wasn't out there that she was, at least to me, it was just like she was a new girl in town. I didn't even realize she was trans until I was like, oh, wait, she has a penis. Like, right, like like at the very end of the episode, I was like, oh. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, it was like, I was like, oh, okay. Because at first I was like, wait, is that a? Yeah, I was like, is that a what yeah. the hell is that? Oh, that yeah. is a penis. That's... I was about to say, don't all girls' penises fall off in the in the womb? Uh, actually, all babies start out as female. That's why men yes. have nipples. Yeah, Just don't touch true. my nipples, ladies. Don't touch. My oh nipples. Jesus Christ! Or my ass. <laughs> anyway, take... back to you. <laughs> Back to Jules. So she has a complicated relationship with Nate. Nate gets in her face at a party. Uh, she scares him off by cutting herself. Um, Nate eventually Nate starts texting her as Tyler, who we'll get in as a person named Tyler. And she kind of falls for that particular character. He sends her, they start sexting each other. Um, she Nate reveals herself to himself to Jules, and she's kind of devastated by that, but also is kind of into it a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he trains her for child pornography. Uh, Jules is forced by Nate to uh, talk to um, talk to the police on to try to get to get out of an assault case. Uh, serving as a that third party. 
supreme level uh-huh. trash. Very complicated character. I have mixed feelings about her. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first question to you all is Jules, and I post this to Jamel first. So is Jules trash or is Jules just trying to find herself? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. Okay. Like obviously, Accurate. like Jules Accurate. has a lot of learning about learning herself to do because, like, okay, the whole thing with um Annie, the uh the curly the curly girl that um she smashed, you know, mm-hmm. like you know she called her out. She called Jules out on it. Was just like, yeah, okay, so you you have this thing about like cis hetero white dudes that you want to. That you that you that you really really like, but have you you know right. explored like all spectrums of yourself? And you know she did with um old girl, and um while I hated it, I was I was completely off Jules for her to uh be hooking up with Anna. Like it made sense that she, she's just like okay, well yeah, I'm learning this about myself. You know, hey, I like to be bitten. Okay, that's something new too. But the whole time they were out she was fantasizing about Nate and it, it mm-hmm. got so real to the point where I was just like, it, it, it I thought he was really there. I did too. It, it, I was just point. like, nigga, did this, did this nigga just roll up to the club? Like, Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was really, really interesting. Like, I really think that she has some learning and growing of herself, you know, like, I mean, obviously, you know, we're not going to put her in a box, Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, she knows she likes, um, you know, like straight dudes and she knows, I I don't know. She might be pansexual. I don't know. She seems just, she just might like people. Um, but, uh, she has a lot of growing up to do, but what I think I, what I don't like is that all this growing up that she's doing, um, is hurting, uh, Rue. And it's exactly. not fair to her. It's not fair to her. Like they're in a relationship. And the fucked up part that I didn't like that she was just like trash talking Rue. That's why I'm not gonna get over it. Like she's like, well, yeah, she's really uh you uh you remind me of um of Rue. She's really fucked up, blah blah blah. And I'm sitting here like, yo, all right. That part, right. but but also Rue was supposed to be her girl her girlfriend, her yes, or her express like- girlfriend, but you, you tell you really gonna feel so comfortable to tell your girlfriend about how you fucked this other girl. Well, I think their in relationship LA? is is interesting. I don't think they have a sexual relationship. I think they just have an emotional relationship because, from what I'm gathering about Rue, she seems more so asexual. Well, they kiss. They make out. They kiss. Yeah, she, I well, yeah, they kiss, but they don't Ru, seem like they do anything. Rue wants a sexual relationship. You I think, think so? Wants a sexual, I think, I think Jules wants a sexual relationship. Sexual relationship. Uh, not I with rude to me Devin so Jules trash or, or also trying to find herself not super trash uh, uh-huh. <laughs> there, there comes a time where you gotta like come to the fork in the road and there are certain things you can't recover from and when mm-hmm. I said fuck these kids when they did that to bro like fuck these kids like yeah I ain't like we, that at all we know that Nate is the epitome of like his picture is next to trash in the in the dictionary but the the way he threatened you come on man like i know their children and all this other stuff and she was scared but you got to think of what you're hurting somebody else now not like just that nigga's still in jail more than likely yeah like well nah, fuck fuck y'all and I, and I mean the kids 
But he caught to the assault, which is a lesser charge than the which is a lesser charge than rape, even though he actually did not rape her. But mm-hmm. that's what the threat was. That was that was a threat. Yeah, he'll probably get back out. But still, that was just fucked up. Like I didn't. I mean, like yeah, like. But what I'm saying is, when Nate had kids. over Jules, what he had over Jules is like the the pornography thing. Like, although he was telling the truth, it's herself number one. So she's white. She might get away with it. That's all I'm I saying. told you. I was telling Rue, you better quit messing around with these white girls. I told I told you, Rue. Right. So uh Lexi is right there. Lexi seemed like she's so in love with you with Rue. Yes, she does. She Yes, we'll get Is she in love or she's this. just a dedicated best friend? Oh, I got this. No, we don't get that we talk about Cassie. I, I, I know. That's what that's why I said it that way. <laughs> right. So 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 does 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 um Jules love Rue really love Rue like she says or does she just love the idea of Rue? That's a that's a loaded question, yo. She loves the fact that somebody's able to show her what nobody else has been able to show her because we've seen so many relationships where it's one sided where they're all in the car or it's a one time of fuck like hey I'm not gay I'm just gonna fuck you in that you know what I'm saying but now it's someone giving her that emotional connection that she's never felt with. And that's a dangerous drug when you've been longing for that for so long and looking for it in all the wrong places. And she just, and she accepts Jules. Like she doesn't give a fuck about any of that bullshit. Like she just loves Jules for who she is. And I think that she, I think you're right. She does love the idea of that. Um, She ain't never got that nowhere. So when you get, when you're presented with that, that's, like, oh shit. But mm. then, you know, Rue Rue has, you know, like I mean, I gotta be honest, she has a lot of baggage. So, you know, it, it just sucks, <laughs> but well, I said a lot. Right. Yeah, she has a lot okay, of baggage. Okay, so I, I mean, and like we said, that's not fair to put all of that on Jules. Like her sobriety should not rest on Jules' shoulders. That's right. It's that's it's, it's 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 a it's a codependency. It is. That that both of them I like on that. each are on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what Jules needs Jules needs an Electra. Shout out to Pose. Uh-huh. I've never watched Pose. You didn't watch Pose? It's so nah. good. It's so good. Debbie, well, you watch does, Pose? I don't even know what the hell that is. Does Billy Porter still have no facial hair in that show? He no, he does not have any. Then facial I'm not hair. watching it. <laughs> Everybody loves Billy Porter. I do not. I don't think any of the I don't think any of the male the male characters or male presenting characters have um facial hair. Well, I gotta watch that show then for. <laughs> Cause it's beautiful. Uh-uh. No, I loved Billy Porter when he had that uh that glorious facial hair and then he cut it off and I'm just like, no. I thought he looked <laughs> terrible at the Met Gala. <laughs> oh man. Right. He was so- he was a vision at the Oscars. He had glorious facial hair and that tuxedo gown and all of that. Perfect. Then he cut his facial hair. He's dead to yeah. me. Beautiful gown. Beautiful gown. He's. I don't appreciate his lifestyle choices of cutting his <laughs> um, facial hair off. That is a lifestyle choice. <laughs> and I do not support it. No. No, we do not. I almost had my mustache cut off uh, <gasps> a week ago, Jamel. I don't appreciate that lifestyle I, choice. No, it, it wasn't. I was I like, please don't. Jamel will disown I, me as a friend. Mm-hmm. I get upset when my barber cuts my mustache and my beard a little bit too low. Like, nigga, do you know how you know this is gonna take me at least three weeks mm. to get to get bushy? I Stop don't cutting like, my shit. I don't trust black men with no facial hair. That's why I'm on the fence about Cory Booker. 
<laughs> I don't know who so, that is. Oh God. Uh, Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> you probably don't need probably don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kamala Harris. Anyway, uh so anyway, let's go ahead and <laughs> so let's go ahead and since we dealt with a little bit with uh Jules, we're gonna get into Nate. God, are you broken inside? And that's precisely why I don't trust you. Because you're so broken, you don't even trust yourself. And that's scary. Not just for you, but for me. And for my entire family. I wouldn't answer that. You're going to want to hear this. Over the last three weeks, you have knowingly produced and distributed child pornography, including obscene images that were taken on school property. I've compiled all these photos, along with an IP address and an account that's linked to your name. I don't know if you're familiar with child pornography laws in this state, but they apply to minors just as they apply to adults. I sent them to you. No, you sent them to an account of a person that doesn't fucking exist. And I mean, anyone can anonymously report child pornography, right? Then I didn't tell them everything. Okay. You could do that. But, um, here's what would definitely happen. You'd end up on a sex offenders list. It means no more college. It's gonna be very fucking difficult to find a job. And everywhere you go, for the rest of your life, you'll be harassed and spat at and treated like a fucking animal. You deserve better than that. Because I know you. You're kind. You're smart, you're generous. You got a big heart. You deserve whatever the fuck it is in this world that you want. So keep your head down. Keep your mouth shut. Don't try to ruin my life. And I won't have to ruin yours. And I have an unpopular opinion. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and leave with. I fuck with Nate. And the only reason I don't even read your bio about Nate. Let's just, I just want to get into that. Well, I'm going to read just the first part. Because the only reason I fuck with him. Why? Everybody knows he's trash. He's trash, but I love a villain. Nate is a Meryl. Nate is a Meryl. So he's he's Meryl Streep to you? He's worse than that. He's he's worse. He's definitely worse than uh, than Meryl Streep's character. But he's America. He's just his, his this rich entitled white boy mm-hmm. that thinks it's everything is handed to him, and he thinks he can do anything. And it's not that I love that. I don't love it in real life, but just in my in this fiction, I love it as a character. Mm. I'm not mad at that, Juwan. I am. But I mean, he is just god awful. But I appreciate. Okay, if you like him the way that people like Thanos, 
Mm-hmm. Then okay. Does anyone think, besides my cousin like Thanos? I love Thanos. I love Thanos. Thanos. First of all, Thanos is right. Thanos. I mean, <sighs> his his mode of thinking is wrong though. Uh, no, was it? This, I think the execution was yeah, a that's little what bit I'm misguided. Like, I'm but half everybody did. Thought, the the thought was right, but the execution of it, like if he could pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the problem. That's why he's a psycho. Mm. <laughs> he wants also, to make a choice. And then he doubled down on it. it. I just watched for the first time. I actually saw the actual movie uh, now that it's on digital copy. Like, this nigga got so much worse. And he's like, now I'm going to get rid of all y'all niggas so that everybody's grateful. I'm like, burn this shit. <laughs> like, burn this shit to the ground and start to fuck over. I mean, it's it's hard to hate on that. You know what what, what are we here for? Um, the yeah, Avengers. Nate <laughs> is obviously a villain. You like the villain, okay? That's fine. Um, he is just terrible. Like I was through with Nate when he was just out here like mercilessly uh, beating up on Tyler. All Tyler did was get some vagina in a pool with a young girl that he thought was over the age of 21. That is all he did because Maddie didn't Mm. tell him otherwise. So I can't fully blame him on that. He was just like, I wasn't trying to mess with no high schooler. She told me she was older. And then he got his ass whooped and now he's in jail for shit, some shit that he did not do. He didn't rape her. And he didn't, ugh, good Lord, like Nate is just the cause of so many issues. And you you see that he had a lot of um, shit with his dad. You know, mm-hmm. the whole fight with his dad at the very end was just brutal. Yes. And he, Nigga. do you call that a tantrum when he was just like thrashing on the floor? Like, I don't uh, know if he was just getting that out or if he just had some, I call you know, that an emotional breakdown. Yeah, it was an emotional breakdown. It was definitely an emotional breakdown because, you know, obviously uh, Cal had that old man strength. (laughs) Uh, You're not not fucking with old man strength. Like your your uncle that play you at basketball, you'd be like, how's this nigga posting me up constantly? Old man strength. Right. Yeah, old man strength. You know, like Nate really thought, like you said, Nate thought he was invincible and he learned today. That you know, listen, daddy got old man strength, you can't just fuck around with that. And I think he obviously had that thing that shit to get, uh, you know, because he's probably thinking a lot about his own sexuality, uh, especially in terms of his father's, too. Uh, because his dad obviously has some um closeted feelings that he needs to work through, but um. Nate has was it, some. Was nasty. it Jewel or Maddie that called them the the f word? Which one called it, or did they both call them? The it was both of. It was Nate, Nate and Jules both yeah. called him the, him the f word. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I, I mean, that's yeah. that'll that'll push him over the edge. That's I think that's one of the main things. And mm. neither of them are allowed to say it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even think Jules can say that. Jules is not allowed to say it. That's Jules why I was is, like, "Am I allowed to?" Say, that's why I was like, "Can I say f word?" <laughs> nah, Jules, Jules, I don't say Jules, Jules, <laughs> right? So, but see, here's my thing. Um, 
That's why I, I like a villain, but I don't even know, like, post the finale, is Nate still a villain or is he just a victim of his own toxic toxic masculinity? That's, abso- that's absolutely what he is, but a lot of the shit that he does is just god-awful. Like, okay, his toxic masculinity is one thing, but the shit that he did to Tyler, that's just diabolical. Morning, Tyler. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. Sit down, Tyler. Please don't fucking hurt me again, please. Tyler, I'm not gonna hurt you, you're in a fucking neck brace. Just sit down. I wanna have a mature conversation. Come on. About what? Your options. It's okay. Sit. What are my options? Not good, man. The one's better than the other. Oh, fuck. Please, dude. I I was in the hospital for like seven days. Retina detached, and I can't, I can't see. And and I get migraines constantly now. I, I can Tyler, Tyler, I don't care. I need you to take a breath, relax. I need you to go in your room and put some clothes on. I need you to get in your car and drive down to the East Island Police Station. You're gonna walk up to the receptionist, and you're gonna tell her that you'd like to confess to a crime. What crime? On the second night of the carnival. You ran into Madeline Perez, the junior at East Island High. You'd been stalking her since she turned down your sexual advances. You confronted her and asked her why she'd been ignoring you. She said it was because she had a boyfriend. You became enraged. And you choked her. What's my other option? Well, I mean, go about your day. But at some point, Madeline Perez is gonna go down to the East Highland Police Station. She's gonna walk up to the receptionist. She's gonna say that she'd like to report a crime. What crime? On the weekend before school started, she went to a party. She got intoxicated. She was raped in the swimming pool by a 22-year-old college student named Tyler Clarkson, who on the second night of the carnival assaulted and raped her again. You? cannot prove that I was at the carnival. Sure about that? Yeah. Because I was here. Here. Hello? I'm not going to confess to a crime that I didn't do. Then we'll make you confess to one that you did. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just a bad person at that point. Yeah, that's just a bad person. Right. Right. Like, the start, okay, the, I agree. The, the unhealthy, the relationship that he viewed with his father and mother and him watching whatever type of porn which with his father was that scarred him. Once you get to the point where you're, like, quarterbacking uh, people's uh, trials and charges... Mm-hmm. All that stuff goes out the window to me. Yeah, he did so much. And it seems like he's trying to emulate his father so much that it is causing him to question his sexuality. And 
like he doesn't like it so he's lashing out in so many different ways like it's it's just ridiculous right and we definitely see like again with the finale we see that he has issues to like he's fucking 17 years old he can't he can't get his dick hard for his girlfriend his appropriate appropriate age girlfriend um wait a minute let's not shame that that's happened to the best of us allegedly Maddie is just Maddie is oh god Maddie is something else and did they just do it one way all the time I mean maybe well I mean that's probably a clue into how he's questioning about his that's just his condition right that's just his conditioning because like when we see the first time that they have sex um his I don't know if it's his first time having sex and definitely Maddie lied about her first time having sex but they he that, that seems like the only that seems like the only way he can get that he can like even get aroused with a woman being like you know subservient other face down him. ass up right he's you know. like Cal Drogo don't look me in my eyes no tonight mm-hmm. I'm gonna you face to face mm-hmm. right yeah like Maddie had a lot of shit going on herself right. and who oh, Lord. Is, right. and just is, is that a question? problem in itself? Allowing that, like, is that the only way y'all fuck? Like, only if she if she has a problem with the sentence. If she can, well, if she's okay with it, it's it's just it's weird. It's weird. It's questionable consent at best. Just one quick question before we move on, move on to Maddie. Then is Cal a good father? Because that nigga be getting some, be having some good fucking sage advice. Uh he has his moments. He has his moment. I mean, he's a good father, a bad person. Oh, yeah. I'll listen to that. Yeah, I'll accept that too. Because, mm-hmm. like, look, husband, trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, morals. He knows his son did something, but he's okay with him getting away with it. But he also warns him, like, you're not, whatever you did to make this all go away, it's going to be bad for you. So he knows, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, he knows he doesn't want to throw his future away. So, hey, like you said, he gives him like sage advice, but I he's still a white think... dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's get into Maddie's. Who the fuck are you? Mom, to judge? Seriously, mom, dad has slept on the couch since I was ten years old. It is stunk, Maddie. I'm not. Just saying, love is a million things. Sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it doesn't. The one thing I know is that Nate loves me no matter what. He'd fucking kill for me, and I'd kill for him. It feels good to know that there's one person in this whole fucked up world who has my back. You think I want this? You live in the same house, and you don't even say one word to each other. That's the difference between me and you. Maddie, you know, young, 17, she has issues. She's in a, an abusive relationship with, with um Nate. She has some warped issues around consent. Um, she um, definitely is a vic- definitely is a victim. She's one of the more complex characters on the show. Um, I think by the end of the season, she's trying to come into her own, but we do see some type of regression. So my first question is: Are Nate and Maddie over? No. Sadly, no. They need to be, mm-hmm. and they know they need to be. Yeah. And those are the worst relationships. It's like right, she's a sad. drug. Yeah. No way! I didn't even think about it that way. Um, it's a drug. That, way, uh, that they that this show is also a show about drugs, and they are each other's drug. They're each other's drug. That's what they pay Jamal the big bucks. <laughs> right. 
So what? So with her questionable issues around consent, because we do see what was told to us as her first sexual encounter was with a forty-year-old man, um, which is statutory. Which is statutory rape. I don't oh, know God, if she yeah. missed and obviously knew that she was fourteen. You know, mm-hmm. he knew. So what does that say about society? That um, this is something that this show kind of brought out. She just has, it's just like these kids are so young and impressionable and they just, it's the R. Kelly shit. Like, exactly. I was going to say, they're like, yeah, like R. Kelly, they're monsters everywhere. And they, yeah. It's sad that we as a society have to be on lookout for this, but it, they get away we with do? it every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do, and that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna stay with her and how she views um, relationships. Not even necessarily relationships, but sex too, which is probably why. Look at the house she's living in and the relationship that, like, and I love the scene where she's arguing with her mom when they're talking about the abuse, where she's like, "Yeah, look at me going to this terrible relationship, but nigga, look at y'all's relationship. This mm-hmm. nigga sitting on the couch twenty four seven. Right, y'all need to have talk. a job like that." Get a get a divorce, fam. Like you you causing so much harm to your child. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just it's 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 just bad all the way around. Oh, but um right. yeah. Ugh. Right. She's still trash. So, oh god, yeah. I don't is she trash or is she I yes. mean she's a victim. She is a victim, but you, can, you, you know you can be both. They're not mutually exclusive. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. She's a trash victim because like, yeah, she's doing all of this to save Nate. But she also knows what she did with old boy mm-hmm. and that he did not take advantage of her in any way. And she know damn well who choked the shit out of her. And I don't even necessarily think that she thinks that Nate is gonna um, just whoop her ass or anything like that. I don't think she's like that afraid of him. She has a level of fear. She should be. She has a level of fear towards Nate, but um, I think she really like it's it's just so fucking toxic. I really fucking hate you. I know. You're abusive, psychopathic. Most of the time, I really hate the way you make me feel. I know. It's not good for us. Meaning, like, we shouldn't be together. I know. I don't know. What's the, I what's the Chris Rock she joke? She gonna end up on Oprah being like, I don't know why Ass Whoop turned into a monster all of a sudden. Nigga, his name's Ass Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> all right so real quick uh because we got a lot of feedback that we need to get to so i'm just oh, gonna yeah. like i'm not gonna skip but i'm gonna just say fez is the real mvp well, to be honest with you your whole drug shit got me feeling kind of uneasy come on don't go soft on me fez <laughs> no i'm not it's just that i like you and i miss you bro like that shit at the beginning of summer had me scared as fuck yeah, you and everybody else. I'm serious, Rue. I've seen a lot of people die. None like you. Nah, I don't know what type of fucked up shit you got going inside your head. I don't know how to help, 
But I can tell you one thing, this drug shit is not the answer. Oh God, yeah. And and do so, and what did I tell like, y'all before even catching up fully? Mac he Miller. He was the only person. Mac Miller. Life. Yeah. Right. So my- I had a problem with Fez. I'm so sorry. I, I don't mean to make this go any longer. The only problem I have with Fez is he did not cover his grandmother's breasts up. Like, bruh, you're done with a sponge bath. Just cover her breasts <laughs> that up. Was, that was the longest sponge bath in the history of sponge baths. And I'm like, they bruh, like, co- and like, they really just like left her like titties out. Like, yo, cover her back up. She's probably cold. She can still feel. You know, yeah. she may be comatose, but she can still feel. Yeah. My only problem with Fez was that, like, dude, you like you got the perfect fucking hiding place in your right there. Why are you flushing, trying to flush bottles of pills down the fucking toilet? Just mm-hmm. hide the shit. Just hide the shit along with grandma's stash under grandma. Yeah. They're not they're not for the they not, not for the move. He's grandma. not smart. No, drug dealers yeah. are generally nah, not, not that smart. Mean. Like, so um, literally, and that's his little brother, or is like his cousin, or is he is he a little person? I think, or is I he think it's his brother. And he wasn't. Brother. He's not grown, right? He's no. He's child. like ten. Right. I, I did because I, I was. I was like, is he a little person or is he? Nope. He's a just. Child? He's just. He's a kid. He's a kid. Okay. He's just another right. wayward child. Fez deals with his his connector's name Mouse, who um, mm-hmm. gained hey, hey, all. So do y'all think that uh, he's gonna definitely find it out? I just think what? that was like fake drama. I don't think it's gonna be anything from that. Like okay. we know the suspense. It was just like I don't think there's gonna be anything to come of that. To right. Me, but... All right. Okay. <laughs> so let's real quick go into another problematic fave. Oh god. Cat. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I, Have you ever I, seen a penis this small before? Oh, oh my god, no, no, no. It, it, it's not small. It's not small. Don't lie to me. I, I, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Tell me that you'd never fuck me. <laughs> Wait, what? Tell me that you'd never fuck me. Uh, that I'm a pathetic loser. And I could never satisfy some beautiful princess like you. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Come on, tell me you never fuck me. I, 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 I wouldn't. I, I really wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, oh. Tell me I'm a loser. Are you crying? Oh. Tell me I'm a pathetic loser with a baby dick. <laughs> yeah, keep making I'm... fun of me. Wait, you want me to make fun of you? Oh, yes, King Queen. Come on, it turns me on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, your dick is like really, really small. How small is it? Like medically small, like really tiny, like barely see it. And no woman would ever fuck you because you're a big, disgusting piece of shit. I am, I am. <laughs> Keep laughing at me. Keep laughing at me. Tell me to stop touching it. Please stop touching it. You're literally going to make me throw up. Stop it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kitten queen. I'm sorry. Jesus fuck I Christ. love this woman. And well, I hate her at she, the same time. Well, she is your type, but she's not white, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay, I'm going to just go ahead and say Kat is super insecure. Like, that was her entire shit. I am insecure. I'm insecure. I'm insecure. Oh, shit. People like big girls on the internet? Let me make some money off of this. But, like, in the real world, damn, insecure, insecure, insecure. So I'm going to just fuck all of these niggas 
and get a little bit of self-esteem up. But damn, at the end of the day, insecure. And she kept fucking around with my... This is... Oh, only that. Okay. She and Ethan. Super cute. They get together in the end, and I'm really, really happy about it. But mm. the thing is, like, she claimed clean and said, yeah, I just... I saw you flirting with that other girl, and... I just went on this path and I just hated you for a second. Like Ethan never stopped me like, oh yeah, no, that's my friend from fifth period. I was, yeah, why, I, I, was like, I, I was mad at that, that he did not say that. Like, hey, that's like my that's like my um sister. Yeah, my like sister's friend. Like I was yeah. just given I was like, just like giving notes for homework. Like, yo, tell if he her. was lying. Like you exact that just made no sense whatsoever. I didn't I like, did not like that, but I do I'm glad that like like this this because obviously Kat knew she was over all of this bullshit, like especially with the shit on the internet with that creepy creep monster um that made her like get naked. Like she was just like, All right, yo, I can't keep living my life like this because and like even Maddie called her out on it. It was like, yo, you doing a lot right now. Right. And she finally calmed down and she got with um Ethan, who is another MVP because he's just a nice guy. Jurors it out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I have a compli- so, I have a complicated deal with with Cat because I know what it's like to be a big person and not be confident, and then have that realization that you are out here and you are desirable, and that is a thing that will fuck with you. That I had to deal with, where it's like you go from not getting any girls to where you're like, dang, like it can fuck with you emotionally the, those different levels of it and I, I i felt that and it's a lot to deal with and you got you just got to navigate through it and become a better person what about you what about me you look like you're creative or something i don't know you know creative <laughs> yeah i don't know just like the way you dress and stuff i just thought you might be an artist or something Look, if you want to hook up, we can hook up. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Really? I, I was just making conversation. I mean, that's my point. You don't really have to. Mm-hmm. Is she is she a minor? Yeah, all oh, of these kids are. They're juniors. Yeah, no, in like they're in reality. None of these kids. None of none of these actors are minors. No. Except, uh, okay. except um, Zendaya's sister. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be uh, honest with y'all. I'm, I'm sizes. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, but I would fuck the dog shit out of cat. I'm telling y'all right now. She could get every inch in all twelve of these. Barbie points. Ferreira, look her up. Man, she can get it. I, dog, when she was doing her, when she was getting her confidence thing on in Target, that's so fucking sexy. I'm like, do a big girl. I don't even <laughs> like big girls. I didn't need to see the. We just can we say. The scene that I didn't know what y'all were talking about, that I realized what y'all were talking about when it happened, I never need to see that again with the gentleman and his micro penis. Oh god, that yeah. was a oh that was, yeah. That My was nigga a, used two fingers to jack off. I can't. <laughs> and I, I just, I wish I could have seen Jamel's face watching this. Like, I didn't even know they made dicks like that. I didn't. I that, am disgusted. That is, that I was. This was is weird. not twelve inches. Oh shut up! <laughs> Who's next? I'm through. 
Anyway, so just one one other quick, just one quick question about Cat before we move on to the other uh, character. Is her mother supportive, ignorant, or just neglectful? Uh, a little bit all all three. I think it might just be a little bit of neglectful and kind of ignorance because she was just like she, you know, okay, she's supportive and she just, you know, she's like, hey, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, like now let's do some follow up questions, yo. Like, come on. I would say she's a mom that's dealing with a lot. That's what I'm gonna say. It, I mean, not just that, but you're fucking. She's. I don't. I'm not not trying to slut shame, but she's walking out out here to go to the winter social in a fucking dominatrix outfit and you just sitting there like hey then no that doesn't make you look silly at all i mean uh i mean you don't want to shame anyone but you know kind of wait whose mama we talking about cat's Uh, cat's cat's mama oh i'm i was thinking of rue's mama my bad Mm. oh yeah she's terrible like she was just like oh yeah no you look nice I mean, Kathleen, like none of these moms, none of these parents really just were. But again, really, is this yeah. like 2019 parents and a teenager? Maybe. You know, no, you just don't, you just don't do anything. Yeah. So Cassie is a, she's the most tragic character. I'm pregnant. What? You for real? Like you're 100 pregnant? Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, are you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous. Nervous about what? About what you're going to say. You're not really thinking about having this kid, are you? I really love you, McKay. Yeah, I love you too, but I'm doing a lot of shit right now. I'm in the middle of school right now. It's a big fucking responsibility, Cassie. What if this is what I'm supposed to do with my life? What the fuck? My parents are gonna kill me. My coach is gonna kill me. My parents are gonna fucking kill me. Cass, I don't even think you want to have this baby, okay? It's not a, it's not a fucking fairy tale. Like, this may seem all cute and cuddly to you, but this is real shit. I'm not even ready to be a dad. I don't know if that's selfish to say or whatever, but children are fucking scary. You want to talk about it? So here we are. We're talking about it, but I say we don't do it. I'm not saying I'm gonna have a baby. I just wanted to dream about it for a minute. And I admit, I did not trust her at the beginning. I just thought this was this typical white girl. Leave them white girls black, alone. Y'all did black did you see them titties? I trusted everything about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white women have titties, and white women also the. Never mind. So, um, anyway. I just want to so, get lost in those dirty pillows. 
<laughs> My God. So yeah, I like I said, I didn't trust her. I just thought that she was like this typical white girl with this black athlete. But we kind of like peel back some layers with her, and I think her episode that focused on her, especially that beginning, was one of the most devastating episodes of television I ever watched. Mm-hmm. Looking for nub and, in all the wrong places. Right, and just like you know, just not having her. She basically was. She was the character that went into stereotypes where she didn't have her father around and she had that trash father mm-hmm. that because she was because he was trash that she just became a thought and was looking and just so and just was, was the sex tape with Nate? Who was that? Uh, it was with a whole bunch of uh, just niggas. Random niggas. Like so basically every every dude she went with, they made a sex. Because titty, she right? had those titties, like, and you know, she she's very, you know, she has a nice figure. Like mm-hmm. everybody was just like, Yeah, can we videotape this? And she's just like, she didn't really want to, but she'd be like, Okay, you know, like she was, you know, she she did her shit, she did her thing. She was she was a little hot in the pants. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I appreciate she, it. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But like to the point where she just kind of like, eh, I don't really want to, but okay. And you know, it, that's another thing. There's a whole bunch of insecurities. Like, yeah, yeah, she's pretty, but she wanted somebody to actually like be with her, and she had that with McKay for a while, and then just it just kept fucking up. Like she, right. she, oh god. But see, it's also that thing like with Maddie as well. It's like, you know, like almost like murky consent that, I mean, she's of course going to have sex with these guys because she thinks she wants to do it or she does it because they want to do it. And she's allowing herself to be filmed because that's what they're into. But mm-hmm. she doesn't like it, you know. So she eventually, she ends up getting pregnant with McKay's, uh, with McKay's child because she does everything. She... She does everything except sleeping with other niggas. Like she mm-hmm. gets with Daniel, who was um Kat's uh, middle school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He kind of like give like reads her for filth. Trash. He he was trash. super trash, but everything he said was correct. It was the truth. I mean, but it was it was the hard truth, and he, mm-hmm. he didn't have to do her like that. No, he didn't because... have to do her like that, but he didn't say anything wrong. Right. And McKay, uh, just a briefly on McKay, he has his own issues, you mm-hmm. know, trying to be accepted by his father. You know, he's a he's a good football player, but not a great football player. So he's kind of like that athlete. He realizes once he's gone, going to a he's he's a hot shit in high school, but on a college level, he may not get drafted. And that kind of like, you know, has his own insecurities with him that Fucking you know, around with them t- white frats. Right, fucking around. Like, did they put some in his booty? I think McKinley. so. Uh, I think it was most simulate, simulated. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck, bro. Fucking around with them white frats. You're not, you're not doing that with my ass. Right. Just be, yeah, a, be respectable. The alphas alpha. would never. Right. right. Just alphas, be a respectable, respectable. The cues would never. The cues would definitely. They're weird though. They are, but they would never. Mm. Hell, hell of a parties though. Best part oh, of God, yeah. mm-hmm. Best anyway, but yeah, it's like, but yeah, they simulate like um bro rape on McKay, which you know kind of like fucks him up for a minute, and then he kind of like everybody extends that to extends that to cat to um Cassie. I'm sure that's how that's when she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up or ask about. Uh, he just quick. fell asleep, so we like stuck a carrot in his ass. Like that's the Dave Chappelle joke. Like, bro, you can't trust white people. No, <laughs> white friends. Fucking around with them white friends. Right. So I give him a KO. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. And has your per- in the perception? Her mom was also like. Like I call her a fucking raccoon. She <laughs> her mom, up. her mom was the most attentive of the parents. She was a drunk, but uh, she was the mo- yeah. yeah. I mean, she like she parented. You know what I'm saying? Like these other ones were just like yeah, whatever. Be home when it home. when it broke down. Yeah, like yes. she she was there for Cassie when she needed her. You know. And- Right, and I don't even know if it was if it was on purpose or not because you kind of like see her, the mom. She was kind of portrayed as like a little bit slutty, or a slutty adjacent, like flirty with McKay or whatever. Uh, aloof is a good word, but like in the end, like in the last few episodes, she was definitely one of the most like attentive mothers. Oh yeah, yeah. Parents of this of this um of the episode. She's not like a regular mom. She's a cool mom. Right, and Lexi, uh, her which is Cassie's sister, mm-hmm. just to wrap up, is one of the also the one of the MVPs of this um series. Mm-hmm. Who Lexi, um, uh, yeah, who's played by Ma Apatow, who is Judge Apatow's daughter. Oh. Who we remember who I don't know if y'all watched this, but we I first saw her when she was like fucking eleven years old and like um in Knocked Up. Mm. So, uh, yes. but. And she express, and she uh, talks about like uh, egg coming out of a butt, in it. like <laughs> yes, that was, yeah, exactly. That was that scene. Yeah. Who who is I believe in love with Rue? I don't think so. I think she's in love with Rue. We didn't. They said something in the. It was something in the episode about like she was talking to Cassie about how do I tell someone I love them or do you just go for it or whatever. We didn't see who she was talking about, but I think she was she talking, talking about Rue. She, talking she was about talking about Rue. I, like, I must. I totally must have missed that. I just thought like she's a great ass friend, and you could you could just see like all like every time like like Rue would do something with Jules or Rue would like notice. Jules like texting other niggas like mm-hmm. um like Lexi kind of would be looking like Lexi kind of be looking like I would never do that to her you know like you kind of see that in her oh, face okay. like okay I, I need to rewatch these episodes like mm-hmm. I said I might have missed that on a binge watch right okay so any more she was a good friend yeah she... I like that bathroom scene that they had where she's like look man we've been cool cool since the sandboxes. Like I'm gonna be your friend. I'm down for you. When Rue was like tripping on her, I forgot what they were fighting over exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was just like, "Excuse me, but I'll be there for you when you come to my house for pee in three days or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. mm-hmm. "So, any more thoughts about overall about the series before we get into feedback?" I'm pretty sure we're gonna get into them in feedback because I see Brittany says she's keeping it short. It ain't. It ain't. Okay. Jamel, you like it long. We've already established that. Yeah, but it's it's after 10.30. Mama gotta go to bed. First feedback comes from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Hey, boo. So, so she says, hi, let me get straight to the point. Zendaya deserves everything. I agree. 
Hunter is excellent, but Hunter is um is on Jules. Hunter is excellent, but I often wanted to smack sense into Jules. Face better be okay because that's my baby. Cassie, woo sis, that's a lot. Why is McKay there? <laughs> Seriously, for the why? black for the black eye quota, black representation. And um, just real quick to cut her feedback, that was, McKay was actually going to be a, a different actor, but he. Um, I forget who the actor's, actor was, but it was supposed to be a, a rapper who he dropped out after the um, he dropped out because he disagreed or had an issue with like um, being violated um, by me, by um, men or simulated being violated by men. So that's when Algie Smith stepped in. Yeah. Wait, is, is Ashley saying that Fez is good looking? Jamel, is he good looking? No. Okay, I was just making sure because I was like, I love Fez, but. No, no. Right. So now on to Queen Cat. I love Cat so much. I relate to Cat very much, except for the whole Cam Girl thing. But hey, get your money, girl. I'm glad she is finally coming to terms with her self sabotage when it comes to Ethan. Been, been there, seen that, done that. It's not fun. Anyways, let me stop rambling. Last thing, Nate is fucked. Is so fucked up, and I truly don't think he ever has a chance of not being fucked up. Side ass, his trash ass daddy. That kid needs jail or therapy or possibly both. Rue's fantasy of burning him alive, I can relate. God bless. Okay. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you. On to Thanks, Mary- On to the home, homie Mariano. So, hello, terrific trio. Thank you. Let's start off by telling the world to give Zendaya all the awards. What a performance. I know there were a lot of frightening moments along with dicks on Euphoria, but it was so compelling. I'm rooting for Rue, disappointed at Jules, and worried about Fez. I didn't realize I needed Nate to burn alive and take a full clip until I saw the fantasy sequence in the finale. That was pretty cool, though. That was pretty cool. That was dope. Finally, the last 10 minutes of the season finale were haunting, heartbreaking, and beautiful. Did you guys notice the hoodie Rue wears all the time with her father? Yes, we talked about that. Yep, talked about that. Thank you three for talking about Euphoria. It's giving us an outlet to discuss such a wonderful show. Um, looking for you when power comes back, Mariano. We'll be here. All right. Thanks, bro. Okay. Next Appreciate you. Comes, next feedback comes from Mariano's lovely wife, Allegra. Allegra. Okay, look. When I saw the promos for this show, much like Big Little Lies, I was reluctant. If any of you have seen the 1995 drama movie Kids, my favorite movie, you one of my favorite movies, you may understand my fear. I'm still fucking scarred by that well-done film. Me too. Anyway, I was worried I'd like to experience kids' PTSD, so it took my lovely husband to dive in first and let me know. Not gonna lie, I was enticed by the idea of dicks. God bless. <laughs> visibly displayed. God bless. Okay, to my point. As we notice what Jamel is happy about. <laughs> Zendaya deserves all the accolades, awards, and acknowledgments. Her performance, the character of Rue reminded me uh, of me, sans the hard drugs at her age, and the actor who plays her mother portrayed a woman at her wit's end, perfectly which I very much relate to. My young adult is not and my young adult is not an addict, but he is a product of the society as we know it. My second favorite is Jules. Hunter Schaefer was amazing. I love the chemistry between her and Zendaya. It's funny how much being a teen now is very similar to being a teen when I was one. The added complication is social media. I said it. 
Last shout out to Sydney Sweeney going from one of one tortured teen looking for one love for love to to another. Her her character Cassie has hints of Handmaid's Tale Eden. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still in season two, so I don't know who that is. You'll see her. You'll see her. She comes up in season two. Okay. I want to mention that Rue's closing scene for the season both haunted my thoughts and left me wanted more. Again, I personally sobbed. Mm. Just beautiful and heartbreaking. I love the trio. Thank you. Love you too. God bless. This made me think. Next are we feedback- sure that there's a season two? Yeah, yes. They already got renewed. Uh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Sorry, go ahead. Next feedback comes from uh, Shanna. I wish hey, I could have... Who- I wish I could have watched again before leaving feedback, but time is constantly running out. Here's my thoughts. Jules. Can't decide if Jules is naively oblivious or lightweight evil. Both. 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 I think she think I think she thinks Rue will help, but what Rue's mom said in the beginning of the series still applies. She's delicate and pushing <clears throat> her and pushing her doesn't have the outcome Jules thinks it will. Fez. I'm glad Fez is is trying to stand up for himself, but stealing from Mouse is and giving back his own money is only going to buy but so much time. Also, he had one job: kill Nate. <laughs> he was a scared Nate, which is mm-hmm. that. So, number three: glad right. Cassie got an abortion. Hope Maddie truly has wised up about Nate and his fam, and that Cat was finally honest and nice to that little nerdy boy who knows how to eat the cookies. <laughs> And when any and when will anyone figure out that Lexi is in love with Ruth? I said it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Shana. I was wrong. Right. One quick thing. Um, you notice how um Matt like Nate's parents was real happy that Nathan was with a white girl. Hmm. That's sister. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Shana's feedback. Wait, Nate is, is, is she white? Maddie? Maddie is Maddie's not white. Maddie's uh Latina. Oh, okay, yeah. Her na- last name is Sanchez, I think. Perez. Oh, okay. Perez. Okay. Um, Nate is not dead. That is that is all, but shout out to Jacob, Jacob L. Roddy, because I truly can't stand his character. He's he's he plays the oh, bad guy. Yeah, he great. plays the part. He's great. Finally, my girl Zendaya. She acted down this season. From her, I'm I'm a fucking genius to pouring that coffee in the damn filter. (laughs) That was my favorite scene ever. To the filters pouring the coffee in the damn filter water to her shout out Oakland. To her ending the damn season with a fire musical number. She is truly a genius. She is truly coming fully into her creativity as a performer, and I'm just so happy that she is an amazing representation of young black womanhood. And I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I think her character is dead from narrating from the beyond. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that theory is... I think that theory is dead based on the whole hospital thing. I don't think that she's dead anymore. I don't know. I still kind of think that she is, but then again, I don't because they're removed from season two, so probably not. But the only thing that gave me pause was when, um, like, you know, she, okay, she snorted the coke or whatever it was at the very end of the episode, and she mm-hmm. was, like, stumbling through the house. Uh, her mom wasn't paying attention to her when she was trying to react with her, and her sister wasn't paying attention to her or didn't notice her when she was trying to interact with her. But her dad was. 
Interesting point, because the only one that she did interact was her father, who yeah. we know for a fact is dead. Yeah, hmm. that's, the, okay. that's the only thing that gives me pause. Okay, we'll, we will see. That is a very interesting that's theory. No. So, um, let me uh, stretch. Brittany, you a damn lie talking about I'll try to keep it short. Girl. I love this. <laughs> so, Brittany, our favorite, Brittany. We uh, love you, so, Brittany. We definitely love you. So, please keep Especially on leaving me. feedback. So, pros. I love mostly everything about this show from the music. Labyrinth killed each episode with the music. Um, cinematographer writing uh, for certain characters and some of the character stories in this show. I grew up watching Degrassi and this show is basically Generation Z. Generation Z version of Degrassi with the ability to show everything. Drake is an executive producer on the show so no surprise it has Degrassi feel to it. Wheelchair Jimmy. And Zendaya Give Zendaya all the awards for playing the most beautiful foul mouth crackhead I have ever witnessed. Girl. As we went through ups as we went through the ups and downs with her, I was always rooting for her in the end when she relapsed dancing with the gospel choir and marching band. Don't know if that was her being high as hell or a prelude to her family finding her OD again. But I'm very happy we'll see what happens next season. Um, Jacob, who plays Nate, played the best embodiment of white privilege that I've ever seen in that last episode where he literally threw that huge ass fit. I hate his character so much, but I look forward to the havoc and smugness he'll bring next season and hating him even more. God bless. Oh, yeah, you're going to be around. That, that, Brittany, you speak my language. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cons. Some of the characters we got backstories on, I didn't care for <coughs> McKay. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see Fez and Ashtray's backstory. Hopefully we see that next season. Nate's dad, Gia, and Lexi when it isn't tied to Cassie. I'm fine with that. Now, as much as I didn't care for McKay's episode, they pointed out to a huge problem with this show. They don't know how to write black people on this show. I disagree because Rue is black. Yeah, she's biracial. Okay, I have. Okay, the show is based off of the creator who is a white man, but you cast a biracial black woman as your lead. Mm, I have mixed feelings about that. That was not, that was an unintentional pun. Okay. Like Black Twitter's draw to the show <laughs> is Zendaya. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> like Black Twitter's draw to the show is Zendaya. Her being biracial shouldn't be the main focus of the show, but ignoring it is really obtuse. They don't mention for, it at all. They don't mention it, but I don't need them to mention it, though. That's fair. Sometimes you yeah. just don't need to mention um, it. I mean, it, I think the goal is just, just cutting to the feedback. The goal is to just normalize it. You know, just let I guess that's fair. people be people. Okay. Uh, and for McKay, he's so underwritten and underdeveloped. It's sadly, it's sadly, we didn't get it, didn't get interesting for him until he was assaulted in his dorm room. Which, why was that when he was the most interesting on the show? Also, he don't get, he don't get a black, he don't got a black mom or sister or, co- or cousin. Like, black women, with the exception of Rue's mom, doesn't exist on this show. So they really need to fix how they add or write black multiracial, uh, multiracial with black characters on this show. Okay, I guess I can agree that with the exception of Rue's, mo- Rue's mother, we don't really get another representation of black womanhood. So mm-hmm. I think they could do a little bit better next season with that, with um, maybe 
lose his mother. Because Ruth is that, definitely Zendaya is very very black, and she all she yeah. stands up in all all of her blackness. Right, right. Other than that, I love the show. It's so innovative and fresh. Zendaya is everything, and this cast and crew deserve their flowers and awards. And I cannot wait until it comes back next season. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. That wasn't that long. She was brief. She was brief yeah. for Brittany. For Brittany. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no, just it's not long enough. <laughs> so just overall, just some last minute thoughts. The show is a beautiful show. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect at first, um, especially with it being so out there. But it it is definitely one of the most creative and original shows um, of ever. I've never seen anything yeah. like this. Never seen it. Definitely never seen anything like this. And especially with it starring, starring a black woman that mm-hmm. is, full, again, fully able to be complex and fully realizing in herself. And I think that it is um, it's refreshing to see something like this on television. I'm excited for next season. Definitely. Definitely. So that's it for I, us. I appreciate y'all getting me to watch the show. Yeah. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you caught up. So, um, where can they find you on the internet, Jamel? Oh, they can find me on Twitter um, at Jamel My Bell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you want to find me on Snapchat or Instagram or just regular on Facebook, don't even worry about that. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Her DMs yeah, are not open. My DMs yeah. are absolutely closed. And where can they find you on the internet, Devin? At Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, which I have unblocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm getting my, I'm getting, getting um, DMs now. So, you know, just watch yourself. But um, most of Mostly from influencers that like my food. I was about to say, like, you getting titties in the in the in the, in the deals? No, no. His no. wife would kill him. <laughs> yes. Wait, is it is it okay? Is that okay? Like, if you get unsolicited titties, is that a problem? Unsolicited. Like you yeah. can't help that. Yeah, I can't help. Yeah, that, I, that's why I was saying. I'm not, that, yeah, like that, that's can, not grounds for getting in trouble. Like, right? dep- no, it's not grounds for getting in trouble. Like, I wouldn't get mad at that and be like, all right, maybe. Maybe block them or whatever, you know. Or I don't know, whatever. I'm no, like, but don't respond. these titties together. Oh, okay, got it. No, I don't think that there's there's not any shelves out there showing titties. Mm-hmm. So, but find me on Twitter and Insta- on the unblocked Instagram at JTD. That is J A Y T E E D E E. And you-, you can follow the Edit That Out podcast on Twitter at Edit That Out One. You can also look us up on Facebook um, by searching for Edit That Out and follow our Facebook page. Um, you can email us at etopod at gmail.com or you can also leave us a voicemail at 205-304-1655. Again, that is 205-304-1655. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you. Anything else that you have to say? That's good it people? For me. and there will be moments of relief in her and in you moments that feel so normal and calm and rewarding that you'll find yourself praying they last forever even though she's only a child and all the hard parts have yet to even come
And at the age of 16, she'll overdose, spend four days in a coma, and you won't know if she'll live or die. But when she wakes up, she'll be given the opportunity to get clean, to become a different person, a better person. Here's the toughest part. No matter what you say or do or wish, the decision will be all hers. And all you can do is hope. She gives herself the chance she deserves.